0: This is the What's Brewing podcast, brought to you by Ronald Blue Trust. Wisdom for wealth, for life. Here's your host, the voice of the BJU Bruins, Johnny Gammett. What's up, Bruin Nation? Johnny Gamut on the What's Bruin podcast, and excited to have Coach Levere of the women's basketball team with us today. Coach, uh, and we're getting started into the season now, but appreciate you carving out some time for us here on the podcast.
1: Hey, great to be here. I appreciate you asking me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last year, I mean, one thing I want to—I I would talk to, about right away. Looking back at last year, was you know you um, reached a milestone last year with us as an organization and reaching 100 wins with the Bruins. Um, so very quickly before we dig into you know team stuff, what was it like to? You're, you're actually the first coach of any of our coaches to get to that 100 win mark. Vicki Denny did it this year. Um, of course, she's got a lot of career wins as well. But but uh, doing it here uh with our organization 100 wins um, that that means a lot as you look back over the the last uh, seven years of our, our program
1: well yeah first off I guess I'd say you know no no credit of mine and wasn't aware uh, one wasn't aware of the milestone happening and and probably uh, would want to make sure we deflect that yeah. to you know nothing, <laughs> nothing I did and, and if I stay here long enough I probably have the most losses too so um, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's the nature of the game, but it's great to have that and be able to point back and, and look at the young ladies that came through the program and uh, contributed to that and the hard work that went in and, and just had a really great foundation that we laid from the very beginning and very appreciative of all the work that uh, everybody's put into the program.
0: Looking back at last year, uh, you guys had a, a lot of ups and downs throughout the course of the season. You know, we had we had some very high mountain tops, like beating PCC down at their at their place when they were ranked number one in the country, and then we had other times in the season where we we had some very low spots. But as you look back, kind of over the entirety of the year last year, how would you characterize the growth of the team from day one to the, that final game in the national tournament?
1: Well, I think. Um like every season, there's ups and downs um, for the most part. There's um, very few undefeated seasons. There's very few seasons. Even in an undefeated season, um, if you're doing things correctly, you're going to find things you didn't do well or as well as you should have. And So there's going to be the ups and downs. Uh, the resiliency, I think, was a big key as we discovered. You know, Every year it's a new team, and with people leaving and newcomers coming in and different schedule um as we move to the d3 model the schedule changes and so a lot of things that we had to take into account uh we stumbled i think a good bit and i said this last year coming out of the gate we lost some some games that we, i don't think we should have lost uh as i was looking back and um we had to adjust some things on defense i think was the biggest thing and then we really got going for a while and in the second half for sure had a good streak and and went in the tournament with some good hopes um, and so it was a good year. It just, uh, I really felt like the first part of the year probably let us down, but there was a lot of resiliency there coming back, uh, and, and fighting through that and then having a good rest of the year.
0: We graduated two pretty prominent players from our program last year, and, you know, uh, Sarah and Cindy brought a lot not just to the, the, the basketball side of things, but I know a lot to the program as well. So graduating two of uh, those key seniors definitely leaves a hole, but it also gives the opportunity for uh, underclassmen and or the, the new freshmen even coming in to be able to kind of take up those reins or take up the torch and, and carry the program forward
1: yeah for sure and 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 looking at this year you don't want to talk about last year's team but yeah when you when you lose a Sarah and a Sydney that were 40 to 50 percent of our our offense and not just um in the scoring but just in how they played the game and uh then you look at defense Sydney led us in charges by far I uh, think one of the game. she had four four charges drawn and and um so she was a great help defender, and then Sarah was a great on-the-ball defender and very smart. Um, you know, her her uh, fouls drawn to fouls uh, given ratio is phenomenal, and uh, that's going to be missed. So both offensively and defensively, we've got a big hole to fill, but every year that's the case. And if, if we're doing things right and we're uh, developing players and as they're seniors, they're key contributors – uh, the next year is going to be a uh, somebody else stepping up, and so, you know, I think Grayson this year is going to have a breakout year. I think she really came a long ways last year from her freshman year. I think Madison Shoop is is really going to uh, come out and step up and be a even more of a scorer. She she was really close to being our leading scorer last year, even though she didn't start. And then Kylie, I think, is going to have a typical Kylie year, which the last couple of years she's really been. Solid performer for us, and so uh, I think they will step up. Uh, Delaney uh, Edwards, really, really solid, and going to be helping us a lot on uh, both ends of the floor. And and uh, I think just her competitiveness is phenomenal. And then that younger crowd uh, coming up as well. Um, and one of the one of the best things I think looking at this year is our leadership with Rachel Clark uh, and Kylie and Grayson as captains. But even beyond that just I think we have some great leadership on the team and so with those with those things in place I you know who knows what's gonna what's gonna happen we're gonna definitely struggle to replace some of the offense that that Sarah and Sydney provided but I think we're in good shape. As
0: you guys look ahead to this year, uh, in the infancy that we're in right now of the of the season, I know every coach and every program is going to look at their schedule every single year and go, "This is probably one of the harder that we've done," and, and this year is no exception. Uh, we, as you mentioned, we're transitioning to the D3 model in the NCAA, and so a lot of uh, a lot of D3 opponents on the schedule, but also some some D1s that we're going to be playing against as well, and and obviously the the strong competition that we face every single year in the in the uh, NCAA. CCAA South. And so as you look kind of, kind of a two-part question here, but as you look at your non-conference, even though we're not in a conference, but um, if you look at the non-conference, how does the non-conference prepare us to play against those region teams like Pensacola and some of the other teams that we're going to face late in the season?
1: Well, every year we, we do play some D1s and that's just to give our athletes a chance to compete uh, against those playing at the highest level. And uh, I think it prepares us uh, makes us better, and then as we play first bit of the season here, we're going down to Agnes Scott. We've got um, you know Wesleyan and a lot of other D3s that that we mix in here and Brevard, and so when we play those, uh, they're they're going to be really tough competition, and uh, probably a little higher than than some of our NCAA, NCCAA schools, but there are some ncca schools that are really solid and so um across the board i think it's a really fair schedule that, that if we uh compete with some excellence we're going to have a good chance to have success and uh if we stumbled we're going to get you know, made to pay for it and that's as it should be uh we don't want a schedule really weak where we can win even on when we're not playing our best i want us to have to play our best and then and then get even better and so um that's that's the design of the schedule and and um you know, we, don't, we want to challenge ourselves, and we don't want a schedule that's not going to do that. So uh, that's you know, my philosophy in scheduling. I don't try to um, look at our roster too much and from year to year and say, well, we're really weak, and so we need to schedule weaker. Um, I want that, that schedule challenging us um, all the time. And, uh, and there's sometimes that things happen, um, you know, with your roster that maybe there's injuries or something. All of a sudden, you're playing some younger players you weren't planning on. In a situation that you really didn't want them in, but uh, that happens, <laughs> and and so they've got to grow through that, and and we've got to grow through that. So, I think it's a good thing. Um, I think we'll we'll rise to the challenge, and it'll really give us opportunities to see where we're at.
0: I asked Coach Uaro this on a previous episode. You know, you as a coach, how does your um, and I'll say it this way, your brand of basketball changed based upon the personnel that you get on, on a roster. So for example, you know, you might have a, a typical system which would, in the case of Sydney and Sarah last year, which would feed more towards those two players in terms of your offensive flow. But when you don't have that, what kind of, brand of basketball are we going to be seeing this year? Are we going to be seeing similar? I mean, I don't want you to give away strategy here on the, on the podcast, but um, what what kind of uh, elements are we going to be, uh, or I guess bringing it back and saying, what are you most excited about with this year's team and the brand of basketball that they can play?
1: Well, last year we initiated uh, some dribble dribble drive, a little more attack in the basket, uh, creating a um, Opportunities at the rim that way, but more importantly, attacking the rim and drawing the defense in, and then kicking out for our shooters. No secret, Sid and Sarah were great shooters, and um, we've got to have some younger ones step up into that role. We've still got some shooters left. We had five or six last year. We lost two, and so you know who's who's going to step up and fill those roles. But initially, starting out for sure, uh, I look at our team and say we're going to have to score differently than what we did last year, and so. Um, some of that was built in last year with our, our change in thought process to to using the bounce to attack the rim a little bit more and making defenses have to def- uh, defend that. Uh, we want to get to the foul line. So if we can attack the rim strong and uh, draw some fouls, that'll, that'll uh, happen. And so looking at this year's team, starting out, we don't have the shooters. We're going to have to, we don't have as many shooters and we're going to have to score uh, a little differently. It's going to be maybe closer to the rim uh, with Kylie and Delaney and, and those players uh, contributing more. And we're going to have to recognize that, definitely. Um, that's one of my big thoughts here in preseason. And as we go into our games, i going to be curious to see um, how that plays out.
0: As you guys, uh, I know every single year you guys are big on um, a theme for the team or um, something that you're really encapsulating, trying to focus on for this year. So, as you guys have been working in practices and in those initial stages of the season, what what are some of the key themes, both kind of on the court and off the court, that you guys have been stressing to the team?
1: Well, we one of the things we're our, our theme kind of this year is um, taking a couple verses from Psalms and some in, in the New Testament, Matthew, but. Um, talking about the path that we're on and how that we don't end up somewhere by accident and we want to be very purposeful in the little things and there's times we wake up and say man when how did I end up here well there's little things that you did in your life along the way that uh, contributed to all of a sudden the big uh, you know crisis that you're at or something along those lines and so uh, we're talking about that, that principle of the path and the, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and let's take care of the little things first and um, make sure that we're following being obedient to Christ. Um, so that's kind of our theme and, and the, the concept that we're going to develop, and the same thing is true in our in our basketball life. Uh, we don't want to end up being a senior and not having accomplished what we want to accomplish with our basketball career. So how do you get to be a senior that's really contributing to the team or scoring 20 points a game or whatever that goal might be and maybe as a freshman you need to retool and change your shot and work really hard as a sophomore maybe you've got to develop a jump shot that you didn't have before and so those little things along the way uh, are going to contribute to the ultimate goal of where you want to be in that you know in life and in basketball
0: well, we could go on for probably more time, but uh, that is uh, the, the time for that we have for this podcast. So, Coach, again, thanks so much for taking the time, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, basketball season is upon us, so you can follow the, the Lady Bruins schedule at bjubruins.com. They also do a great job on social media, so be sure to, uh, to follow the Lady Bruins on bat, on, uh, excuse me, Twitter and on Instagram at bjubruinswbb for women's basketball. That's going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Johnny Gammett, and that's What's Bruin'. You've been listening to the What's Brewing Podcast. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform provider or catch up on previous episodes at bjubruins.com podcast. What's Brewing is brought to you by Ronald Blue Trust. Wisdom for wealth, for life.